20 years old. We're I old know. Where, where was I just at? And they were, they were playing this. I never knew a la 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 a la like this. Gotta be something for me to write this. Queen, I ain't seen you in a minute. Wrote this letter. Find me the signs. Hey. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Boy, I take you back. Yes, indeed. I think I think that. Yes, sir. <laughs> I tell you the rest when I see you. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I'm not sure that's what he said. Though. That's what he said. It wasn't no yeah. words. It definitely wasn't words. <laughs> you try that. <laughs> try that with somebody. Dick him thigh. They gonna be waiting on a school bus. School bus with you. Like, let me take you to the bus. <laughs> where's, where's, where's your helmet? <laughs> Oh, right, not the right. helmet. <laughs> what up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic is the rocket and the brew. Well, happy to fuel, and I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, the legendary brew crew. What's going on, fellas? What's <laughs> up? How you guys Yo, doing? Rob, you look real low, real little for some reason right yeah, now. Yeah, scoot your chair up. He needs a, need a cushion in his chair. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. Oh, what you got your knees shook? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, I, well, there I didn't want to be. Oh, I mean, I just sat up in the chair, but I don't oh, know, that's, that's what it was. That's what fixed, you needed. Fixed his posture. He fixed his posture. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I just he, just he got he got a lot of other stuff in the frame. Go ahead, Dave. I, tell him, right. tell everybody what that what he got. <laughs> uh, my, my you know, I am, I am. I'm liking yeah. your artwork. I'm liking your uh, display of a uh, beer collection here. Even though that light is throwing it off, so let me turn that light off. That that red rogue, uh, red rogue bottle that we all—I don't think any of us uh, liked—should be to the back. Well, <laughs> I only put it on guys. there because it was red. So yeah, it was red. I, I get it. I'm just, was, that the was that the sriracha? I didn't mind. I didn't mind it either. I just wanted to know. I guess I'm the only if one. You yeah. Like you don't like the the out of the ordinary, like yeah. the smoke. You don't like that. You yeah. like the sriracha. You don't like the the stuff that's not traditional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. He doesn't like the craft of it. Yeah, you don't like the craft of it all. Yeah. That thing, like the, that thing left that burn in the back of my throat that I really wasn't feeling. I'm like, am I supposed to taste? I was like, I need, I was like, I need wangs. I need yeah, wangs. It was wangs. Right. Yeah, wangs. It was wangs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, definitely needed some wangs. Yeah, right. That probably make a good wang sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put it in a boil or beer something. Beer chicken. Don't they do beer chicken? That'd be a good beer chicken. Yeah. So, yeah. Huh. Yeah, All right, this is uh, episode one thirteen <laughs> of Bruce and Banter Podcast, and this is our vaccination episode. Huh? Was I checking? Was, yeah, was you checking? No, no, it's, it's right yeah. here. Oh yeah, it is. Up. It no, is no. Up. I had to make sure my uh, 
my phone went went uh, black and I had the uh, agenda right here. So I okay, to, okay, I had, I had to get it back up. Yeah, there so you go, prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I want to make sure I got the the right order. Um, order. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You did you want to bring the? Uh, oh, uh, this is episode. I did say one thirteen. Uh, so uh, this is our vaccination episode where we do have uh, a uh, plethora of guests. Our <laughs> biggest panel to date, guys. Isn't this our yeah. biggest panel to date? Right. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead and sit. <laughs> Definitely. We push it. We we push the stream we, right. to the max. We, we, we breaking through things. We don't we had, a, to, had to email customer service for an extra person. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can we can we get an add on? We had to call like uh, like Diddy called. Um, what did he call like Mark Zuckerberg when they first was doing like those Instagram lives and be like, I don't want no mistakes when we go live with our yes, party. Yes. I need I need it open. Right. Right. <laughs> Well, it's kind of, kind of the same thing they did with uh, IG. Um, yeah, yeah. Verses and stuff. I mean, I didn't do that. I don't, I don't got that much pull. I know. You didn't have to you tell them know. that you didn't know. Right. Nobody right. knows that. Well, you might have that kind of pull. I think they know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is an opportunity for us to contact StreamYard and tell them some things. Like, yo, yeah, you, you know. There you go. This is um, episode 113. I said. It's the vaccination episode. We have a plethora of guests. And um, I don't know. Do you do, I don't know. Do you want to invite the guest on one by and ask one? What right? They're drinking though, yes. one by one. Oh, yep, okay. one by one. All right. Um. All right. Our first uh first up the bat. <laughs> first is, up the uh, bat. There it is. I would hate to be first. Whoever that is coming up. <laughs> Jeanette. Uh, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong being first, girl. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Ocean. Doctor Ocean. Doctor Janae Davis. Uh, okay. The marine Jeanette. biologist. If you were on episode something, if you heard right. that one, she, <laughs> <laughs> you know, right she before was, the pandemic, uh, she was like yeah. February. Right? That was an in, that was an in home episode. Yeah, she'll, she'll she'll tell us the date. She was home on a specific kind of uh, I think oh, yeah, word ceremony. Yeah, 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 yeah. She'll tell us. She talks about her her book and all that stuff. So let me uh, bring her into the into the stream. There she is. Welcome. Yes, to the podcast again. again. Thank you for having me. Um, mm-hmm. the, the first time I was on, it was February first. Oh, see, I remember it. it was the very it was the first day of Black History Month, and I was being honored on a Black History oh, Month. Oh yeah, program. that's right. So that's I right. remember. Right. Yes. in Delaware. I remember in Delaware. That. Um. Mm-hmm. And I am drinking tonight a uh, homemade lemon and ginger tea. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Is that your go to usually um, that you, you just generally like? And what's I it do for you? Like, it, it, it is my go to. And uh, well, like lemon and ginger just have so many therapeutic properties for like inflammation. It's good for the liver. It's a good detox. And it's easy. Mm. Like, And it tastes good. So, yeah. um, okay. And I you said homemade. You said homemade. So you making that on your own, huh? Like that thing in the kitchen. Uh, yeah, oh, that ain't that hard, right? It's the like hot water and just hot water and fresh ginger and some lemon. Listen, she she said homemade. She said it she is homemade because yeah, right. so Don't let them minimize your homemade making. It's not a tea bag, to be clear. Right. Right. Okay. okay. I, I took okay. the lemon, sliced it up, and I took the nice. ginger. Nice. Homemade. Up. That's so much work. Homemade. Got it. Got it. <laughs> so even though it's not brew. Um, in your book, it is a pass me another because you have this quite no, I, <laughs> that's a, I drink ginger tea every day. Yeah, um, see? 
Uh, um, it has fans. Uh, all right. Um, the next uh, two guests uh, we have on, they Deuce. got a lot of. They got letters behind their names. A lot of them. A lot, a lot of letters. <laughs> 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 if I forget some, you can I wouldn't go through all of them. I would just say their name. Yeah, just say their name. Just say their name. And let them go into that. You got to say MB, MVP and HIV <laughs> and 222 and 356. Did you, right. say HIV? Did you say HIV? Did I? Oh, <laughs> no. they, they ain't got those letters. No. <laughs> no. It's, it's like Why do you have PhD? I see DMP, APRN, FNP, dash BC. I have no clue what any of these mean, but somebody might who is watching and they yes. can tell us exactly yeah. what all those mean. Uh, uh, when we so our second uh, part of this panel is I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna mess the name up again. Favey, Banfield, and mm-hmm. Kima Hansby. Right? Hansby. Hansby. Yep, Hansby? Yep, there we go. Yep, All right. Yep. Let's welcome. <laughs> 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 so uh, you know, <laughs> he did it. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming on. Yes. Yes. Now, before we go any further, how bad did he butcher that? Was that? No, he said it right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, oh, nice, nice, Rob. Nice. The only one he had trouble on was Hansby. I practiced earlier. Good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, right, he did see me earlier. On the hands, like, that's like that's the, right. the easiest that's part. Easy part. <laughs> 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 all right, hey, I'm trying. I'm trying to look. You got your thing, man. Keep on, keep on rolling, man. You we got it, Rob. Right. Right. You're doing that. You're doing your thing, boy. Now, are, are you ladies drinking something today? They look like they on the clock. Uh oh. They grabbed their wings. Is it the Doberman twins? It was at the same time, wasn't it, Yoda? Yeah. Lean forward. I thought water was coming or some team. They came out with wine and scrubs. We had a long day. We had a long day. It's our first podcast, and we want something to just calm our nerves. Okay. Take another sip. What kind of wine is that? What kind of wine is that you're drinking? Rose. Some rose, brand that you guys like, or y'all just pick rose? It doesn't matter. Well, this particular one is 19 Crimes. That oh, that's the Snoop Dogg uh brand, right? Oh, I just saw the sign. I just saw the sign yesterday. Yeah, for a minute. Okay, right on the bottle. Any on the bottle? He on the bottle, right? Yeah, Adrian, I was saying. He's looking at us right now. Could you show me the bottle, please? Yeah, that's a good good reference. There it is. I see you, Snoop Dogg, D-O-double-G. I got to look up what 19 Crimes, what that the relationships is with that, because I know there's something behind that. There's got to be more behind why he picked 19 Crimes. How many crimes did he commit? Oh, yeah. I mean, they get away with because when they had right, that whole right. problem with uh, Tupac, exactly. and, uh, <laughs> mm. oh. allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> right. not guilty, not, not guilty, right? Exactly, right. Exactly. Right. Um, all right, uh, moving on to uh, the next uh, part of the panel <laughs> because this I'm going to butcher this name too, probably. <laughs> Take your time, Rob. You good, man? Go ahead. Uh, it is. Doctor <laughs> Tequina, that part, right? Warren, Tequina, Warren, yep. mm-hmm. and um, like, La- oh man, Lakivis, Lakivis, Jamar Warren, 
You got it. You got it. You got it. You nailed it. Doctor's easy. Doctor's easy. Right. You did the damn thing. I'm trying to put the tea there. I just really tried to put the tea, so you didn't even have to struggle, but it's see? okay. Uh-oh, mm-hmm. Dr. T. There we go. Dr. T. Dr. T. Dr. T. Dr. T. That's what it is. Dr. T. Now on, Dr. T. That's what you want. Hey, guys, thanks for coming on. Appreciate y'all. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, so are y'all drinking on something today as well, or? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Just like everybody else, I've had a long week, long gear last year. Right, right. Yeah. Yes. So I was drinking all last year, and I'm going to just continue into 2023. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it, keep it going. Yes, keep it going. So mm-hmm. I am uh, drinking coffee. Wow. That's a nice little... That is yes, the that is the best. Bottle. Okay. It's okay. a pop cab. Mm-hmm. Cabernet. Okay. Yes. And Mar is drinking some nice oh. 20 gram peach. Oh, I've had that. Mar, I've had that a many times at your house. Yes, you have, sir. <laughs> you see the bottle was frosty, y'all? Yeah, no, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, He put that in the deep freeze. That's not even in the refrigerator. Oh, yes, oh, on the top of the refrigerator. That's the that's in the one in the basement. <laughs> Got that right. All right. So you may see my, you may say, see his glass in my hand a couple of times. It is absolutely. All right. All right. Uh, I guess I can move on to our next guest. Uh, uh, it is. I should know this. Kristen Parrott. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, hey! She is, is a uh, registered nurse. I'm going to bring her in. Hello. Hey, oh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Was you. Late, I, was having, I was struggling a little bit, yeah. but I made it. Okay. 70701. Okay. Yo, yeah, I appreciate people are late. They got to see. Kristen, are you the older sister? Sibling. What? No, what? I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm okay. I, I, I was just curious because I said, oh, I, I may seem, I may seem immature, but I'm the oldest. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm that. the oldest all the time. You can feel that okay. way. It's not the truth. It ain't the truth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can feel the love. Of course, yeah, I love you, sister. Now, Chris, <laughs> are you drinking? Are you drinking on something today? So yeah, so I was going back and forth on what I wanted to drink. So I I did find the Dos Equis in in the okay. refrigerator. Okay, okay, nice. that works. That's, that. that's a good um, Yeah, so that's what I'm drinking on today. Nice. Okay, where the hit at? You know you got some money too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're not drinking on that today. I thought you were going to bring. The I gotta work out. in the morning. You don't got like, you no more peach. You don't got I no do. more crown peach. Yeah, I, I, thought I that's was what going back and forth. I didn't know what I wanted. <laughs> we had the crown peach. Crown peach is good. Crown yeah, okay. the, the bar is building up down there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, all right. All right so we are, our next guest is uh, here as well. And uh, this box is getting full. I'm, I'm yeah. going to get her right. first yeah. name right. I'm going to get her first name right. The last name. Very French, very French. It is Melissa Mercer. Thank you, guys. That sounds good. If it ain't, it'll be it today. It's I gave you a hint and said, much like. Yeah, 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 I yeah, call yeah. her. I call her Maverick. She's just she's Maverick. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Her last name sound like one of the wines. <laughs> From the Bordeaux region, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. All right. That, uh, are you drinking on something today, Melissa? I am. I'm drinking on a Free Brothers Merlot out of a paper cup because I'm Ooh, traveling okay. for work. So. Uh, gotcha. you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's probably the, hood, the most hood container that we had on the whole show. So far. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you do what you have to do. Yeah, right, right. right. See, you get that's it. great. Now, did you, you did you get it from a uh, just kind of like wherever you're traveling from? You went to a local wine and spirit and picked it up, or you didn't yeah. travel with it? Okay. Yeah, the big the big red liquors across the street did us. Oh, you know the place. Yeah, like you know. Yeah, the place. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. I've been living across from this place for about three weeks now. So okay, all right. <laughs> all right, and uh, we have our final guest, uh, uh, the Minister of Infectious Diseases. I don't know. <laughs> he could tell exactly what it is. Uh, we have Dr. Brian Temple. <laughs> hey! Uh, we are full. Welcome, welcome, What's going on, Brian? How are you, sir? Doctor? How are you, doctor? Oh, he's on he's mute. Me. I'm mute. I'm mute. Let me see if I can unmute. I can unmute. Uh, no, I can't unmute him. You're on mute. You got to unmute yourself, Brian. There, uh, there, there, there. Better. There, yes. Yes. there we go. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Welcome to All the right. party. <laughs> yeah, we are hit. We are full. Thank you. So Thank you. I'm glad, glad that you uh, can make it. Wow, uh, I know. Especially uh, this is a uh, important time that everybody has. A, uh, we got a lot of people watching, so there's a lot of people who got a lot of questions. Uh, um, so I'm glad that people are tuning in, and um, we'll, hopefully we'll uh, dismiss some of these uh, myths, I guess. I'm getting shorter and shorter. Yeah. <laughs> As it gets smaller, you get shorter. <laughs> Where's your pillow top seat? Now I got to back up. There we go. Kevin, he needs a phone book. Right? What's what? a phone book, please? I'm on, please. I'm on a regular chair. But... That's my nice one. Get some yeah. Yeah. Get some yeah. Come on, little guy. There you go. There you go. That's better. Oh, hi, Rob. A lot better. <laughs> <laughs> um... All right. Um. So we have. Oh, Brian, are you drinking on yeah, something Brian? today? Yeah. I didn't ask yeah, you that. Can't, can't forget about Brian. No, I'm not. I'm not. I just came <laughs> in. A little bit of from work. So. All right. No. I no drink anything. No if you were, if let's say, if you were drinking, what would your normal go-to be? Would it be a wine? Would it be a liquor? Would it be a beer? Usually, to kind of unwind or nothing at all, or some other type of beverage. I'm a whiskey guy. Okay. 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 It must uh, must be an alpha thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, it is, it is, it is. That old six, that old too cold. It got, it. got it. <laughs> That's wonderful. Wonderful. Um, all right. Um. Oh, I, I didn't ask the fellas. What are you? Uh, Dan, what are you drinking today? So, I decided to go with um, a Montclair um, uh, Scotch Ale. This is out of Montclair, New Jersey. This is their Hoboken Farms Maple Scotch Ale. 16 ounce can. There's a, a huge yeah. glare on my screen, so it's probably hard to see the name. There we go. Hoboken Farms. It's coming in at a 7.9% ABV. Um, you definitely taste, taste the, the maple syrup that uh, is very pronounced in the beer, um, but overall, good flavor, uh, easy on the palate, very little head, the color of the beer is uh very uh you know lagerish very brown copper reddish um so 
Cheers. This will pass me another. <laughs> All right. Uh, yo, what you drinking? Yo, what I was drinking on was it's from Montclair, mm. too. Oh, is it? That's from Montclair. Black Mamba Lager. That Kobe. Ooh, that Kobe. Uh, yeah. Tribute to Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Tribute to Kobe. Uh, this is a five Yeah, this is good. But mine is pretty much almost gone, so I ain't going to oh, worry about it. Look at that nice lager. That's Yeah, it's pretty color. It's good. It's nice. Yeah, it's kind of reminds you of a, um, of a stout. It's so dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It got that, that look, but it don't, it's, it's delicious. Delicious. Oh. Yeah, All right. Yeah, definitely. All right, Lou, what you drinking on? I have uh, Westbrook Brewing Company. They have a strawberry uh, shake IPA. Um, I don't know who gave. I don't know where I got this from. I don't know who gave it. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, I don't know where the hell this came from. But, uh, <laughs> this has a lot of strawberries. The lactose is uh, prevalent and heavy. Uh, it smells real vanilla-y. This is what it looks like. Look at that. Um, yeah. It's an IPA, it's though. It's, it smells delicious. Uh-oh. It, tastes, it, tastes, it tastes real like lactose is in it, um, but okay. it tastes like a goddamn IPA. So oh. I'm gonna have just one of them things. Have just one. <laughs> I, I actually enjoyed it. I, yeah, I, I didn't like think it was. I, 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 I would think you would. I would think yeah. you would, Rob. I, you know you too. All of y'all. Was like, yeah. I'm gonna just take one of these joints. Y'all, y'all understand that um, Lou is not an IPA or Indian Pale L drinker no. at all. No, he not. loves the smell of them though. They, yo, and this one with the strawberries. Oof. All right, I'm not gonna hold us too long. I have the from Triple Bottom Brewing out of uh, Philadelphia, PA. I have the Sunny Zveckel Zveckel beer. Here it is. Yeah, it is a hazy, it is a hazy lager. So, there you go. Uh, so it's a hazy lager or something. You said it, what's it called again? Zveckel? Zveckel. 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 I just had to believe what he said because I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that it's is. A German, it's a German style beer. That's that German? Is. I thought that was Spanish like a moment. Like, Spanish? <laughs> v. V. I mean, because the W sound like a V most okay. of the time in German. So, oh, Zveckel, oh, it's so, a W. I didn't, so if I you didn't probably saw it, it'd yeah. be like Zveckel if you want. If okay. You, okay. American, probably the American version would be Zveckel. But I looked it up and because last time we had Fiende, I said, never again, brother. I'm a German. I got some beer part, too. Oh, word. There you go. All right. So everybody is here. We want to thank everybody again for coming on. Um. Have a, uh, uh, yeah, you, you, you can go. All oh. right. Well, <laughs> that's why I think it was important because this is our largest panel uh, to date. So again, welcome everybody. But I thought it was important to have a good agenda or outline. And I'd like for you all to take a minute to, uh, you know, give us a two two minute brief, brief bio about your profession, your, your background. Um, and Dr. Jeanette Davis, when she starts, she'll kick us off with um, the actual term zoonotic and what that entails. And you all will get an opportunity, you know, to to, to do the same. If that works for you. That works. All right. All right. So we nice. can. Uh, st- uh, oh, it's my left. Uh, we can Lou. start with um, Dr. I'm here, man. I'm still here. OK. We can start with Dr. T, I guess. Dr. Jeanette. Oh, we start with Dr. Jeanette? Oh, Dr. Jeanette, I'm sorry. (laughs) No worries. Um, So thanks again for having me on. Um, Just to give a a brief background about myself, I'm Dr. Jeanette Davis. 
I'm a marine microbiologist, which is a really fancy way of saying that I study the things in the ocean that you can't see without a microscope. Um, but modern day microbiologists don't carry around microscopes. We actually understand the things in the ocean by looking at their DNA, RNA, and and proteins, and all of those happen to be components also of viruses, which is kind of the link of why I'm here today. I'm also an adjunct professor at Hampton University, which is also my alma mater. Um, and I'm a best-selling author of children's science book, um, Science is Everywhere, Science is for Everyone, and that is created to explore and diversify science for young people. Um, I'm a proud native of Wilmington, Delaware. Um, whoop, whoop. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, I received my, my PhD from University of Maryland, where I focused on bacteria associated with tropical sea slugs to find new medicines from the ocean. So a lot of people don't know that um, our environment around us is important. Um, it helps us with a lot of things, including finding medicines. And I ultimately oh, discovered a marine bacterium, which produces an anti-cancer compound. So, now, now, one of the um, one of the um, I guess vaccines that haven't been out yet aren't they using like a worm or something? They're using like a worm, like a worm type of thing. I think I read like Novak Novavax. I can't remember, uh, but I think they're using like worm, so, something that has to do with a worm uh, for their vaccine. That just hasn't been approved yet, though. But I saw that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have not heard that, but it's not surprising. That's, That's probably because it's a it's a dirt worm. It's not like a, yeah. a ocean worm. That's yeah, yeah, well. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll take it. But either way, the the, <laughs> the environment helps us a lot with medicines and things like that. So it, it's not far fetched at all. Right. And I'll stop there with my back my background. Right, thank you. Science is everywhere. All right. It's everywhere. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to the same order, the Dev. Yes, same order. No, I was muted. I All right. So next we have Fabe Benfield and Kima Hansby. I messed it up again. No, no, you're fine. You probably messing it up. They just don't bother you. They're like, yep, yep, that's it. They just nice people. So. I'm Dr. Banfield, family nurse practitioner. So the DNP is doctor of nursing practice. Do I have to explain every single one? It just no, kind no, of, no, 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 no. It stems from uh, you know, us both starting as registered nurses and making our way up the field and becoming family nurse practitioners. Um, we've been practicing nursing for over 20 years, <laughs> Mr. Keema Hansby over here. <laughs> And um, we work together in a, you know, traditional primary care office. And one day we looked at each other and we said, you know, we want to do our own thing. And we opened up Advanced Family Care about two months ago in Middletown, Delaware. Awesome. We're both from Delaware. Okay. You know, Delaware. Both, both, both AKAs. Hey, frat. <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome and, um, yeah we see we see uh patients of of all ages you know from mm -hmm. the little ones to the elderly yes mm -hmm. today we got mm -hmm. done vaccinating 40 people so okay. i was one of those 40 nice. guys i was one of those 40s nice. yeah, awesome. yeah 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 got your first back you got your first one one yes. first shot first shot yeah. today 
Oh, Dev is 65 and up category. Anyway, I was about so to say, Dev, what are you? How old are you? Yup. Say what you want, Lou. Uh, Yoda, all of that. I'll be all of that to make sure I'm safe. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, that's one of all right. Um, all right. Uh, I'm Thank going down the list, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, next, Thank we have uh, Dr. T and uh, Dr. T. Warren. And uh, how do you say it again, man? Damn. Just say Jamal. Yeah, but but when Devin put it, he put the whole name. I was you sure went with Jamal? Yeah, Jamal. 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 Dr. Taquina, Dr. T. Warren, and this is my husband, Lakivis Jamar Warren. <laughs> We're better known as TMR. Yep. <laughs> We're better known as TMR. Awesome. Um, but uh, I am the proud owner, and my husband has uh, helped me with um, opening Focus Pharmacy, the first black female owned pharmacy in Smyrna, Delaware. Nice. <laughs> Thank That's you. Great. Thank you. We opened in 2019 and, you know, we're plugging along. So um, I have been a pharmacist since uh, 2004, graduated from Howard University. Um, nice. DC. I am a member of the devastating divas of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Uh-oh. Still love y'all, AKAs and <laughs> 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 I give y'all the love. Right, right. <laughs> um, he is from Wilmington and I'm from Sparta, believe it or right. not. So right. We are Delaware, Delaware natives also. Um, and uh, we're go in a couple other universities just so we get all the HBCUs out okay, there. Okay, yeah, yeah, Delaware yeah. State University graduate. Fisk University graduate oh, also, yeah, yeah. just so all we right. put it all out there. HBCU <laughs> all the way. All right. <laughs> but uh, yes, thank you guys for having us. And Thank you guys for coming on. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Next we have uh Kristen Parrott. There you go. Welcome Give again. Background. <laughs> hey guys. Okay, so um I'm Kristen. I'm a registered nurse. Uh, I'm also originally from Wilmington. Uh, currently, I live in and work in uh, the Atlanta metro area in Georgia. I'm also a proud HBCU graduate of uh, Winston-Salem State University. Um, my experience, I do both pediatric and adult medicine. Uh, pediatrics, I've worked in emergency and general medicine, and I currently um, work in child protection, uh, where we work for um, and advocate for children um, who are victims of child and uh, victims of physical and sexual abuse and exploitation. <clears throat> and then I also work in adult medicine where I've primary worked, primarily worked in home health and hospice as well as surgical services. All right. Nice. All right. And she's uh, my sister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we established that earlier. For the people that came in late. Uh, uh, right. She right. was the person that came in late. Don't <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, nobody gotta know that. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, our next guest is Thank uh, you for coming on, Kristen. 
Melissa Mercier. 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 I'm just put my name as um, the butcher. Maybe I'm Robert the butcher. (laughs) Robert the butcher. I like that actually. The butcher. It's good. Um, Yeah. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, My name is Melissa. I graduated from Michigan State University in 2010, and I've been working in the regulated scientific industry since 2011. I have been with a Fortune 50 uh, pharmaceutical industry since 2016, and I have been working on the COVID project since January of 2021 full time. Um, I provide quality oversight for external vaccine manufacturer, which is a fancy way of saying that uh, the external manufacturers that create the COVID vaccine, I make sure that they're doing it um, in a compliant and quality way. So um, keep them straight. Keep them straight, Melissa. Oh, oh yeah. You trust me to keep them straight, (laughs) although I do have to give a quick caveat. Uh, the views and opinions expressed by me do not reflect any company that uh, may be producing or manufacturing right. vaccine. That's so right. Just to cover all like legal. Yeah, I got you. That's right. That happened there. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so happy to be here. Thanks for having. Thanks me. for coming yes. on. Appreciate you, Melissa. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. Um, all right, and uh, last but not least, we have a uh, Dr. Brian Temple. How are you, sir? Welcome. 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 Oh, hey, hope everyone. Yeah, hope I'm unmuted this time. Well, um, I've known Rob since I was at FBU. Wow, it's been a while. Yeah, um, my name is by Temple Infectious Disease Board Certified and Internal Medicine Board Certified. I've been all over New Jersey, did infectious disease training, university, university, was faculty at Texas Tech for a few years. Now I'm in. Um, I'm an employee position in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. I'm like five, one of five black people. Um, All right. I work for Aurora. Okay. Um, <laughs> I work for Advocate Aurora Hospital. And again, uh, just like most of say, these are my opinions and not anyone else's opinion. But I do um, care for COVID patients, um, care for all types of infectious diseases. Um, I saw a lot of um, COVID patients during the whole pandemic. Um, worked with a um, vaccination program right now, so we're doing we're doing what we can. So thanks for having me on board. Thanks for coming on. Man. All right, thank absolutely. you very thank much. Thank you. All right, so let me bring everybody back to the full screen. Uh, yes, me, I, I like. Well, I don't know. That's better, I guess. It works. Yeah. Well here. No, I don't even think about it. Yeah, I, like, good I, like, I like that one. I like this. I like that this better. looks a lot less crowded. I, I can see Look, everybody. Six feet, six feet, everybody. Six feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that is the social distance in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so I want to thank everybody again for coming on. You see, um, a lot of people already said great panel, and so we wanted to make sure that everybody knew exactly these people ain't just talking, right? Because they talking. Uh-huh. Cause you know, there's a lot of people on the internet are talking just because they <laughs> right, want cause to. They, cause like, they can be on the internet. I got a exactly. Wi-Fi passcode. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Let me tell I, you I, what I know about COVID. That's me. I, I don't know anything, but I'll give you the information. Right. Trying, <laughs> trying, to, scare, <laughs> trying to scare me. Right. Yeah. Right. After this, now you can say, well, at least these doctors told me. These nurses told right, me. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. I feel right. more informed. Right. Right. Already. Exactly. Well, but um, even though we're we're not already into, we do have a question already. So I might as well put it out 
yeah. for the panel. Anyway, there you go from uh, Dennis. Question for the panel. What are their thoughts on the current research with the vaccine in children under five? Mm, who wants who to would take be that? probably be the best person who might want to take that question? <laughs> any thoughts? Any, any opinions? I'll keep mine. Say that. Yeah, I could give my thoughts, but I'm not professional enough right. to, for it to mean anything. Right. Can yeah. I show the question one more time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Sorry. I'll, I'll leave it up there. Too late. <laughs> so, um, I can go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. So, just a very general go ahead, answer. Melissa. Okay. Um, just a very general answer. Um, I don't think any vaccines currently have been approved for children under 16. So clinical studies are still ongoing to approve these vaccines in children of all age groups. Um, so I, I personally don't feel comfortable um, saying any thoughts on vaccines in children under five, just because that is such a low age and data is still ongoing. So be patient, stay tuned. The trials are ongoing and you will see data soon. Good, good, well, answer. good answer. What's the difference in a 16-year-old body versus an 18 or a 19-year-old body? As far as the vaccine and getting the vaccine will be concerned. That's a great question. Um, I might toss it to one of the doctors because they know a lot more about developmental biology than I do. But it, I think it mostly has to do with how developed and mature your immune system is mm. in being able to handle the um, the antigens that these vaccines are introducing into your body. So it really just has to do with maturity of immune system. But please, one of the doctors, professionals, chime in. What What about What about uh, Doctor Temple? What, what might you? Uh, how might you respond to that? Well, a lot of it has to consensus, to be honest. Um, and also because when you do research, you have to look at a, a protected class. So you have to look at pregnant women, you have to look at prisoners, you have to look at certain research. There's a certain group of people who cannot really consent to do studies. So a fetus cannot content, consent to do studies. So when you do research in a pregnant woman, you have to be careful with that. In hmm. younger people, you have to be careful with that. And also, yes, it has a lot to do. Like me, I only see patients over the age of 18. I can see 16 if I want to, but then it becomes a lesson. And there, there is a lot there. So it's really allowing those who can consent to go forward, those who you consider to be the lowest, I guess, risk for um, to go forward. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, all right, that was a uh, thanks, Dennis, for that uh, showstopper. Could I ask a question? No, yeah, go for it. Um, yes, I will. Uh, <laughs> so it just in Delaware, it just it just came out that I don't know if it's the CDC or if it's Delaware in particular, but that they're allowed the kids in schools are, are going to go from two days a week to four days a week. And all of them are going to be in school. It was half kids go two days and then the other kids would come the other two days. So it was 50, like 50 percent capacity. But now after spring break, they're going to go to 100 percent capacity and they're going from six feet to three feet. And what do you guys think about that? Because I have concerns for my children. I think that they need to be in school for their education. 
But as far as this COVID, it seems like it's people are getting the vaccine, but people are still uh, walking without the vaccine and COVID is still, we're still in the pandemic. So what do you think about having kids all go to school full time again? I think a lot of it is. Go ahead, go ahead, Kristen. Oh, I think a lot of it is um, partially because right now the push that Biden is doing is for a lot of the teachers and um, the childcare workers to to get the vaccine. So I think a lot of that has quite a bit to do with why they're allowing uh, or pushing for the children to come full time. Um, obviously, no one's mandated to get the vaccine just yet, but. Um, Partially, and I think it's in part because of the a lot of the teachers are now kind of in line next to to get it. And just to piggyback off of what Kristen said, um, my son, he's five, he's in kindergarten, and he actually is a, currently attending school four days a week. Um, previously, it was two days a week, and we get emails constantly from the district that tells us the current uh, positive rate within the school district, and it's always been below 1%. So I think they're also keeping an eye on how many positive cases there are in the school mm -hmm. to make these decisions. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, it can we can go on talking about social interaction and how it's been affecting the kids and grades yeah. and so on and so forth. So I've attended several of the school board meetings in the Aquaquinemic School District, and, you know, it's all these decisions are based on a lot of different factors. Absolutely. Okay. Thank um, you. I gotta say anything, say something first before uh, uh, I want to make sure everybody everybody knows these people are professionals. But always consult your physician, your personal physician before you don't take. Like yeah. ah, they told me. Right. I just want to make sure everybody well, knows. Right, the podcast. Right, the podcast. Like, oh, to that beer podcast. They were talking about doctors on it. Right, right, right. right, right. I jumped off the bridge, yo. Like, this thing. like it always says, uh, uh, consult can I, can your personal I... position first. That's it. Um, just yeah, to yeah. pick it back on that. Um. Please refer to the CDC website and refer to your local <laughs> health department website. All right. And also, when it comes to pediatric, uh, what, the, what the pediatric um, society is saying. So, there, there is science behind this thing when it comes mm -hmm. to guidance. Each each facility, each country, or each state, each region can tries to follow certain things dependent upon one, the percentage of infection within their community, and also looking at what the political all these type of things. But my recommendation, follow what the CDC guidelines are saying, follow what um, your health department guidelines are saying. All right. Um, we have an, an, another question. Uh, it is, I'm pregnant and I'm not interested in the vaccine. Do any of you recommend pregnant women getting vaccinated? My doctor is pregnant and gotten it. However, I haven't seen her know her outcome. Mm. Congratulations. Right. Yeah. Congratulations, Kiana. Yeah. That's awesome. She, she, she just wanted, she wanted to spring, spring it on us. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's our breaking news right there. Right. Yes. Exclusive yep. that was. <laughs> so anyone want to take a stab at that? I can try to. So there, it's very exciting times. Congratulations. Um, I know that Current, currently, I believe the vaccines are all the vaccines that are currently approved in the U.S. are safe to use on pregnant women. 
And I believe there was a news article the other day that um, showed a, a woman who was vaccinated, her baby, when she did give birth, showed COVID antibodies. antibodies. Whoa, yeah. Wow. yeah. So nice. there, there is some evidence out there for um, inherited immunity or um, immunity, pardon me. So possibly, however, uh, talk to your physician, talk to your primary care doctor and understand if it's right for you. Um, I, I am not a doctor, but from what I've seen from the data, it seems to be okay, but you have to make the decision that's right for you and your child. All right. Right. Great answer. That was Anybody a great else? answer. You wanted to jump in? Um, I I was actually going to say something um, on that nature that um, there is some information. There's there's studies that show that yes, individuals who got vaccinated got pregnant after vaccination. There's studies going on on those who are pregnant and being vaccinated. But um, I would not put my foot in my mouth or put my <laughs> anything out there to tell someone who's pregnant to go ahead and do what they need to do. They need to consult with their um, their physician, their OBGYN, whoever they're working with, and they need to assess everything. It's a conversation they will have to have with their, um, the, the person who's responsible for bringing that baby to this world. Right. Now, this is a question I've seen on, uh, uh, on well, not even, I've seen it on Twitter, IG and all that kind of stuff, and they were saying that uh, the this, the definition of vaccine is something, but they saying this doesn't fit the act the 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 two from Pfizer. I'm sorry, from the two vaccines that are out there, or three, two, the two that have the mRNA um, are like gene therapy and not vaccine. This is the rumors out here, so I don't know how to explain it. And the second part of that question is a lot of people are saying that 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 the mRNA is uh, is will mute. Uh, mutate your your DNA in the future. I don't know if this is true, yeah. but this is some of the rumors that I see. So I want to make sure everybody hears it here, so they can be like, "Ah, oh, this is this is." I don't want to exactly. You ask it here. Wow, I didn't hear that, but that's crazy. Yeah, well, they were saying the mRNA because it's a new tech, a biotech. Uh, there's um, it's uh, mutations and, and and changes into your your DNA and things of that nature. Um, and I, so. Uh, I wanted people to uh, I wanted to dispel some of the those rumors uh, and with the help of our our professionals here to do that as well. Who'd like to take that uh, answer, Doctor T or That's, uh, Doctor Banfield? I like how they made M the M and mRNA mutation when really it's messenger. Messenger. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> look, 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 look at that. I'm telling you, folks, got to do better. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it is 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 sad because you know they, they put this kind of stuff out there. And and Rob, what were you saying? What was the definition of vaccine? What was it? What they were saying that this they were saying that this those two, especially those two, because they don't have they don't contain the actual virus or something. So and oh, something about and something about the, something they were saying that. It didn't meet the CDC standard of or definition of a vaccine, so therefore it was actually gene therapy. I'm I'm very passionate about this part. It's the hill I will die on. Um, an mRNA vaccine is 
not new technology. It's been around for about 30 years. So whenever someone says it's new tech, that's not exactly accurate. It's It's been around and tested for about 30 years. Um, mRNA vaccines don't use the live virus to teach your immune system how to build these antibodies that will um, attack the COVID virus once it enters your cell. Um, the mRNA is in fact, as was previously said, messenger RNA. Messenger. So that never enters the nucleus of your cell, which is where your DNA is. Um, it, it, it never has the opportunity to replicate, to change your genetics, to, to change anything about you. What it's doing is teaching your cells how to fight the virus that could infect you. And once the mRNA has done its job, the mRNA actually gets broken down by your own cellular machinery once it's done giving your white blood cells the instructions they need to manufacture those antibodies that will fight the virus. So, so right. mRNA does not enter your nucleus. It does not change your DNA. It does not um, alter you in any way. It does the same thing as a normal, normal vaccine does, which is teaches your immune system how to fight a virus. It's like a Mission Impossible note. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's it's really the difference between an adenovirus uh, vaccine and an mRNA vaccine is really the packaging. They're teaching your immune system how to do the exact same thing, which is to fight a, vi fight a virus. Um, it's not interacting with your own DNA in any way. It's not going to change you or make you, you know, superhuman. It's not going to give you superpowers. It's not. Unfortunately, well, that's, well, that's disappointing. Yeah, yeah that's I know. I told you guys. Nah, I really don't want to take it. <laughs> but no, it, it will confer immunity to this virus. Um, but, you know, it won't change your own DNA. Oh, yeah. or, or, or there you go. Anybody who had that question, I know a lot yeah. of people have. It's not mutation, guys. It's someone, in the, no. someone in the comments said they were going to ask that. So perfect, Rob, that you asked the question. Yeah, I, I see it a lot on uh, IG. I'd be like, but what, uh, what is this supposed to mutate your DNA to? Though, like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> whatever, the, whatever, whatever the science, the freaky nasty scientists wanted to. Wanted to. <laughs> and I just yeah. also, I would also just like to add to that because even when we say the term messenger RNA the average person doesn't even know what that is. So even mm. with us saying like, it's okay, it's a messenger RNA. So just a little molecular biology 101, right? DNA, all living things have DNA. You know, if we think about CSI, crime scene investigations, when a detective, you know, goes in in hopes of identifying the suspect based on their DNA, it's because all living things have DNA, which is your unique uh, footprint or your unique, code for who you are, right? So you identify based on DNA. DNA is then translated into RNA. RNA is what you do. So DNA is who you are. RNA is, is what you do. And then that RNA makes proteins. Proteins make genes. So we all know genes and we know genetics are passed down from your mom and your dad that creates you. So it's DNA, RNA, proteins, genes. And in the middle, there's a message that translates into the protein. So all living things have messenger RNA. So again, the vaccine is simply using your molecular biology is, is putting in that message and saying, hey, this is foreign to me, let's fight it off. 
So that's your wow. oriented. Wow. Science is everywhere. Broke it down. Oh. And just to re- and just to uh, reiterate what Melissa said, this is not technology that just came out in 2020. It has been around for years, years. years. They have been researching this for a long time. So you know, I, I when people say, you know, they came up with that way too fast. I'm not getting it because it was right. way too fast. Yeah, it's not true. So, you know, just one of hasn't COVID crazy. hasn't COVID been one of the viruses that they have been yeah, working look on? Look on the back of your Lysol yeah. kit. Coronavirus yeah. is listed. Yeah. It's not a new listing. It's just not a new listing. It just hit I, us. It just hit us kind of hard. Right. I have a I have a I have a question. Um we actually wanted to, to for uh, Dr. Jeanette. Um, what is zoonotics? We were supposed to ask you about that a little yes. earlier, and we never. I want to come back. Yeah, that's and, what I was going to ask. Focus on because uh, it sounds like animals, but sounds like zootopia. Think, yeah, I don't think <laughs> it's animal. It doesn't seem like it's. We're going. No, to that is that is absolutely right. It is. Oh, animal. nailed it! Nailed it! You Got nailed it. it! You yep. nailed it! So, what is a zoo? Place where we of animals. Animals. Animal jail. It's animal jail. <laughs> yes, yeah, some may refer to it as animal jail, but a zoo, it actually comes from the Greek word zoon, um, which means animals. And so um, zoo is the place where you go and see animals. Zoology is the study of animals. You can learn more about that in my science, my children's science book. Um, and so zoonotic is essentially it, it's when a infectious agent, um, and that could be a bacterium, that can be a virus, that can be um, a parasite, jumps from an animal to a human. So that's zoonotic diseases, and they are very common. Um, so if we look at diseases over time, ones that we're extremely familiar with are like rabies, right? Like. Uh, an animal can be infected with rabies and bite you, and then that jumps from the animal to you. Um, Lyme disease is, a, is another one that we're very familiar with, um, with ticks that infect um, deer. And if ticks are out in the environment and get on you and they're infected, that can infect you. Um, but there's also big ones like Ebola, um, the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic, also zoonotic. Um, what we call the Black Plague, which essentially killed one third of the populations between like the 14th and 17th century. Um, that was uh, zoonotic and that was from um, essentially rat fleas that were infected with a bacterium um, that killed off a large part of the population during that time. HIV AIDS, and you can go on and on and on. So there's definitely a link between our environment and how we handle um, animals that can potentially jump into humans. Um, Salmonella so is another that people- So you're saying we should just stay away from animals? Just say, ah, ah. <laughs> nope. They, what, stay away, man. <laughs> what I'm saying is we should definitely have respect for the environment and the animals around us. And that the more that we um, are not careful about our relationship with animals and the environment, the more <laughs> these diseases and zoonotic diseases are going to be. Got and you. also, disclaimer, these are the views, my views, my personal views. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is Dr. Jeanette Davis just talking um, with her own knowledge, no views of any institution or agency that I'm affiliated with. 
So folks, awesome. Oak, awesome. stop going deep and in I, the jungle I, and bringing stuff out. Right. True. True. Eating. So, so this was supposed to be for somebody eating a bat, right? Isn't that what they, the rumor was? That was a rumor. That was a oh. myth. Is it true? Well, yeah. well, there there is some data that shows that um I don't I can't say that it was from someone eating a bat. Like I that's yeah, let's not go there. Could have um, been like somebody being bit by a bat. Um that's possible, but mm-hmm. I what we do know so far is that this does seem to be zoonotic and uh bat mm-hmm. seem to be a potential vector for the disease. Mm-hmm. How it do was know- transmitted. This is this may be this may be nonsense, but does it how does it affect the bat? Does how it make does them it, sick? How does it infect the bat? No, um, no, no. How does it affect them? Like it, it kills us. Does it kill the bat? Or well, it's, bat a, it's, the it's respiratory overall. So any okay. animal that it infects, it's gonna okay. impact their respiratory. Even like um, when data was first coming out, uh, when the pandemic first hit, they were talking about oh, they found it in a. I remember it was like a lion or a cat or something else like that. So coronaviruses generally can infect animals. Um, so it's 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 not uncommon to find them in other animals. Mm, okay. Uh, now I have a uh, quite a few questions. I'm not even sure they're questions or comments. Uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> one was pretty long, I'm fully vaccinated with the vaccine. As is my pregnant wife, who is a nurse practitioner. Recently, I had heart surgery, and we found out a scary fact that the mRNA, because it's a novel technology, emergency use authorization classified by the FDA, is actually considered experimental by insurance company uh, fiduciaries. If there is a clause in your own one's life insurance plan that death occurs directly or indirectly from an experimental treatment. The beneficiary receives no death insurance as benefit. Wow. Um, uh, but, yeah, but, that's, but that's insurance company. They always try to find a way. I got one. <laughs> I said, nope, nope, nope. Write the clause. Write that clause. Put that clause in there real quick. Right. They, probably, they probably added that stat. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. Right. I said, oh, we need to get to rewriting our plans. <laughs> well, that's terrible, though. One step ahead. Wow. Well, congratulations to you too, Dennis. Yeah, well, I guess congratulations. Someone said that the vaccines are new, but I doubt that as well, depending on your age. Some of you may remember in the late 90s, China had an outbreak of SARS. From what I saw, this was labeled SARS COVID 2. Uh, so they've probably been working on this uh, vaccine for years. Can I can I can somebody, I jump in real quick? Uh, stepping it up over there. So. I'm about to say, if you guys are not speaking, <laughs> yes, uh, could you mute until maybe a question is directed? Because it's loud. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, I, had a, I had another question. That so, oh, someone was talking about vaccines in general uh, because they were saying that their little cousin was born wasn't born autistic and has videos oh, of yeah. him talking. Uh, prior to his vaccination, but now he's been diagnosed as nonverbal. We believe it's from the vaccines. Can this be true? He isn't the only one that this happens to. We've done our research. Wow. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so basically, they're saying they're saying before the kid had vaccinations, he was fine, and after the vaccinations, he's just developed. Uh, some can I let me? Can I just say something? Quick? Yes, please. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Can I just say something? All right. So, um. I'll jump first on um, everything we're talking about zoonotics. Infectious disease, our job is to try to kill all the stuff that comes across from 
zoonies from all these and most infection a lot of infection comes from and as we encroach into various environments we we expose ourselves to more and more all right let's just hit this one about the um um I, I, I'll, according to all the societies there haven't been any association with autism with vaccination that's just been honest there's been a lot of studies done they've looked at them they haven't been a direct correlation with vaccination and autism so that's all really I'm going to be saying about that because you can say a million different ways. People already will say they've done their vaccination, the research, you ask where they've done their research, they have got it from this person or that person. All the science that we know that we've studied and we're aware of, there has not been any association with autism and vaccination. That's all I'm going to say about that. I don't know if you guys want to say anything else on that. No, I agree. Um, all of the the specific paper that linked autism to vaccinations has been debunked. The author of that paper was doing um, bunk science, so his statistics weren't right, his sample size wasn't correct, and he has since been discredited. Unfortunately, this myth has perpetuated throughout our society and people now link vaccinations to autism. There is no clinical data linking the two. Wow. Um, so wow. I will I will keep it I will keep it at that. Yeah, I also just like to add and this is something that I often say to people when you know I engage in this type of discussion is I say have you been vaccinated and they're like no and I'm like well when were you born and then it comes to find out that they have been vaccinated and yeah. I say, are you autistic? Can right. you That's what link, I was going to say. Can you link anyone in your family who's been vaccinated and link it to autism? And so I think research is very specific to a scientist. Like it is rigorous data that supports observation, right? And it is statistically verified, it's replicated, it's all of these things. So even so this one-off, like I seen something happen is an observation, right? But was it replicated? Did you see it over and over and over again? Yeah. Did you yeah. witness it when you were vaccinated, right? So so I think it's important to be careful about how we use terms because um, research is, is very defined and to have observed something or heard something does not mean that you've done research. It means that mm -hmm. you've heard something. Um, so yes, vaccinations, there is no data that supports vaccination um, causes autism. And yeah. then like almost everybody in America, just speaking as Americans, has been vaccinated right. at some point in time. Like, right. And eventually this COVID vaccine is going to be in that cocktail of the polio, smallpox, and all those other vaccinations from the 1900s and 1800s that we don't get sick on anymore. COVID is going to be a part of that. So you don't want to get it, but your grandkids going to get it. So right. get on, get on the train so you can maybe see them. I remember what uh, Dr. Davis just said um, earlier, uh, environment, mother nature will always win. So you need to start yeah. being better to her. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Uh, she's she's like, oh, oh you don't want to listen? Here's some virus for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, go go so to the jungle, young man. <laughs> Come right. out with this bite on your arm. Right. So we so like you said, we grow, grow we're getting in places we probably shouldn't be, and we're not taking we're not um like what they always say, yeah. you if you take a tree down, plant a tree back, and that don't really happen all the time. And then all the things for the uh all the grazing they're doing it for uh for uh meat and cows and stuff like that is probably affecting a lot of this stuff as well. 
Uh, someone had a, a question. Well, I guess it was more of a question. I'm getting my second shot on Tuesday. How many people on the panel are vaccinated? I don't know if I know. Oh, there Raise my there hand. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, or is everybody but, is everybody but Devin fully vaccinated? Because no. we heard Devin just got yeah. his first one today, right, Dev? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Everybody is. And I'm not vaccinated, two. and I am so jealous of everyone who is. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get my vaccine. You know, I was reading, I was reading something the other day. People, people have FOMO from vaccines. Vaccines now, they were like, "Oh, I ain't got my vaccine yet." Right. Uh, I, just, <laughs> I just saw that. I, I was like, "Oh, really?" That's how. That's how. I'm sixty five year old Devin got his vaccine. That's how Devin got his. He was missing out. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Devin, like, I'm sixty five. Last night, I was sixty five. <laughs> All so I'm is, okay. I'd also just like to quickly add because I know, like. If for people who do have like phobia around vaccine or who don't want it yet or who think like, oh, we're still in the experimental stage, I want to wait. Like if you want to feel free, like I think it's OK. I think the Tuskegee experiment with syphilis is real. And I know that a lot of black and brown people in particular have a lot of fear around what that looks like. And I think that is warranted. I think that's OK. Um, and I think that the more that people speak with expertise, the better, right? And Absolutely. so I always tell people like, if you feel uncomfortable with getting it at this point, I think that's okay. Just continue to be safe, wear your mask, think about the risk factors, where you are with your family and your community. And if you feel okay with taking certain precautions and not getting the vaccine yet and you wanna wait, I think that's okay. But please don't come to me with the, uh, all this other stuff that you heard and you right. seen, and you ain't got no data, you know. Really? So it, it has to be a balance between I feel uncomfortable and that's okay, but I don't need to go around spreading to people like what they say. You know, if if they don't have PhD, MD, or some D or some doctorate or, <laughs> or nursing or something, then just you know, calm down on a day. Yeah, grain of grain of salt. They're grain that, of salt. Grain of salt. No, I, no, I don't know if there's a lot of, uh, um, I guess, research done on this, but a lot of people have some some thoughts on this. Like this vaccine, or is it more like the like the polio and the polio polio yeah. vaccines, mm -hmm. or is it more like the flu vaccine where you got to take it every year? Or we don't know that yet. That's what I was going to ask. Like with this variant, with all these variants that have been been known to happen in the first two. They weren't prepared for the variant, and now they're saying like the Johnson and Johnson is prepared for the variant. Like, how is it going to be a yearly thing? Is it how how is that going to work? Does does anybody know? They're still doing research in terms of how long um, it lasts. From what I understand. Oh, so it may be it may be a time limit. It may not be a lifelong. Yeah, and vaccine. I know to be. Yeah, go ahead. Go, yeah. Brian. And to be honest, that's something like even at the hospital, that's something we're dealing with because we have to look at um just being um chair of infection prevention etc at my hospital you have to look and say what are we going to do are we going to be requiring this vaccine are we going to be vaccinating people each every year we don't know as everyone has mm. said that information is not out yet and the more we know the more we can give people information about that i just want to hit one quick point regarding vaccination this is something that actually um my boss brought up, we need to be careful. We are aware about, um, not all of us, let me take that, but we are, most of us are aware about the um, 
Tuskegee experiment, the syphilis, um, mislets and different things like that. But we have to understand that if we as black and brown people don't get vaccinated to try or protect each other and protect ourselves, we are creating another health disparity. So, mm. so health disparity is something that's real. We have to think about it. Mm. So yes, we are worried about this, but talk to someone who knows what they're talking about, not someone who heard what they're talking about. So if most people who get proper information and they know somebody who got vaccinated and usually get vaccinated, my mother's been vaccinated, my wife's been vaccinated, my sister's been vaccinated. Um, so they're healthy, that's why they've been vaccinated. So I just want us to think about that. We don't want to create another health, um, health disparity. And a lot of us and a lot of black, brown people are the ones with all the comorbidities that we see that when we saw in the hospital with COVID, the outcomes were worse in certain people because of these comorbidities. It's real. People are like, oh, it's oh, no, I've seen people die from it. I've seen mm -hmm. enough people die from COVID. I've been there where the patient is dying in the hospital, in the bed, and the family cannot be there. That is terrible. So it's real. Mm -hmm. It's not a hoax. It's not fake. It's not fake news. It's not this rubbish. It is real. So talk to whoever you trust that has good information. Right. Um, yeah, I, 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 and my, my thing is, if you see uh, rich people try and jump in line, I'm going to go get that. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I'm going yeah. to go. Rich people try and get healthy. I want to get healthy right. too. They, I want to get healthy. Like, well, protected. Not healthy, right. but protected. Yeah. They right. What, shout um, out the floor. Well, they right up in the hood. Also, okay. we got to keep in mind too that the, 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 yeah, I've been drinking. That the Tuskegee experiment was actually done where they did not want to give the vaccines. They weren't trying to cure people. It was it was the exact opposite, the opposite of this. Yeah. This yeah. one here, they're actually trying to get us to get the medicine. And we're trying to get back in line. And we have to keep that in mind. Also, if you if you also ask, all of us have been vaccinated. All of us are still on here and all of us are still able to talk. We don't yeah. have anything wrong with us. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and that's the one thing that you also got to keep in mind is talk to someone who's also had the vaccine. Ask them, ask them what the side effects What their yeah. side effects, what their symptoms are. Well, here's, here's a question. Is it possible that uh, the possible where the, the vaccine we're getting won't help fight against other variants of COVID? It's possible. It is possible. I think they're still researching that. We got to keep in mind the age of everything. They're still researching that, and yes, that is possible. And they they've said exactly that that everything you know, it's kind of all up in the air. This is a new disease. When I when I listen to the news and things like that, they say uh, if you are going to get the vaccine, uh, don't wait. Just go and get whatever's available. Is there any particular vaccine that anybody would recommend? If you were able to wait for a specific one, I don't I don't understand why Johnson Johnson is one shot and why the other two are two shots. Uh, could y'all also explain that to me as well? Um, I can probably speak to that a little bit. So any any vaccine is a good vaccine. The the soonest you can get a vaccine is the vaccine you should get, and you shouldn't wait um, to see. You know, oh, I really want uh, Moderna. No, I really want Pfizer. No, I really want J and J. No, I really want to wait until AstraZeneca is approved. Yeah. Don't, that a la carte thing that Robbie talked yeah, about. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't bother with that. Don't wait. Don't, you know, try and pick and choose. These vaccines have all been proven clinically and um, from the FDA as safe and effective. 
And speaking from someone who is in charge of ensuring that these vaccines are tested appropriately, um, these, these vaccines and all of the components that go into them, including the glass vials, including the stoppers, including the water um, that goes into making these vaccines, they're all tested against specifications. And this might get a little wonky, so like, feel free to cut it out. Um, but they're, they're all tested to really stringent specifications. And if any one of those specifications fails, so if we have, you know, a specification that says, oh, it must have a purity of X and it comes back with a purity of Y, we're going to say, mm, nah, we don't want that vaccine. So it's not like we're just pumping these things out the door willy nilly. We are we are testing them. We are making sure that all of our raw materials, as well as our drug substance, our drug product, the finished good that's going out the door and into people's arms is good vaccine. Um, okay. I can say with confidence that and everything that I have released, I would feel confident giving to my father, giving to my mother, giving nice. to my my sister, my brother, my friends, everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. what every quality person at all of these different manufacturers measures themselves to. Um, mm -hmm. As to why some vaccines are more effective than others, it's a longer conversation that I don't know could be covered in a podcast. Um, mm -hmm. It right. depends on when those vaccines were tested, how prevalent the disease was, and how much mm. you come in contact with the vaccine. So comparing something like the Moderna vaccine to the J&J &J vaccine is really comparing apples to oranges. Okay. What okay. I would advise is to look at those vaccines as separate entities. So seeing that the Johnson Johnson vaccine has like 67% efficacy overall, that really means it was tested against all of these variants, has 67% eff efficacy overall generally. However, it has 100% efficacy against severe disease and death. And the corona, or, yeah, and the Moderna vaccine and the Pfizer vaccine have something like 95, 98, like a very high efficacy after two doses. So it really just comes down to how those vaccines were rolled out in their clinical trials and what data that they have. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that there are currently single shot, um, sing single shot trials going on for Pfizer and Moderna. So those may become eventually single dose vaccines, but the data isn't out yet. So for what we have now, for what the FDA has approved, any vaccine you can get is a good vaccine. Now, I, now, I have a quick, quick oh, question. Okay. Because what, what makes, as just a regular Joe Smo, I always, when we talk about it on the podcast, I always say, I don't want to end up, get the vaccine, and end up on one of them commercials 10 years later. Where they be like, well, if we easy fellow you may be subject to whatever. Yeah. You had a best asbestos. Did you work with asbestos? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, wait, wait. Do I need to know in order for me not to have that fear that something down the road is going to pop up? Uh, what? I'm sorry. What I, what I'll say about that is is you're you're absolutely correct. There is no there's no information out there that says that something won't happen several years afterwards. the The problem is that's with every vaccine. The polio vaccine is how old? 
you know, it's 60 right. something years old. So right. we don't right. know that something's not going to happen to people after 67 years. Like, you don't know. Oh, man, so what you trying to say? That's every vaccine that you take. You, like, you, you have that same problem with any vaccine where you can say, well, I don't know that several years down the road. That's every vaccine. Yeah, that's true. Man, I better not come out. Yeah, come can up I? With no you see me watching TV? You be see me watching TV? You took the vaccine, Frank. Brian, Brian, you about to finish up? Keep in mind, though. Hold on, vaccine coming out next year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Christopher Brown. <laughs> Uh, again, keep in mind though that this is all—all all the the, vac- the vac- COVID vaccines have been under research for longer than what people are assuming. So it's not like something that was just popped out overnight or within like a month or so. So it's all been like super rigorous research that's been done. So just also keep that in mind. It's nothing that they're allowing people to get that they know nothing about. Yeah, why, I, I think I was reading somewhere that it was like. Like especially with the spike protein, it was like 17 years of, of research have been going on. So it so it hasn't been. It just seems like it because because yeah. you ain't paying attention if you don't know. Right, it's nothing that we knew about. Exactly. Why right. why why as a why as a country are we not promoting what you guys are telling us? Like I didn't know that they were researching this for 17 and 20 years, and that the COVID was on the back of a Lysol can, and like all this stuff will help people. Be more apt to want to less get anxiety, vaccine. less yeah, anxious. Exactly, exactly. Like, why? Yeah. Why is this like, on Entertainment Tonight and fucking everything else that's on TV? Like, you know why? What happens is that if it is like, and say the say the COVID virus wasn't happening right now, if you saw that commercial or information, you wouldn't care to listen to it. I mean, at the end of the day, why would you care? Right. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I wasn't in the house with asbestos, so I don't, I don't care about that commercial. <laughs> exactly. But I, don't, I feel like, I feel like at the same time, like the new, the new should not be telling me how many people died. Instead, just tell me how many people are living, like how many, how many people have the vaccine, and, and what the, how many, how much research has been going on. Besides, we just in March of 2020, we Hit got this the, number. Yeah, March of 2020, this pandemic happened. But hey, guys. We've been working on this, and we've known about this for for this amount of years. So in a, in a couple of months, we'll have a vaccine for you because we've been we're just going to push this to the forefront now. Like I would be wanting to hear stuff like that. Like that's not, and I feel like that's exactly what's actually happened. Well, I think yeah. a lot of people. I think some of it. Um, yeah, I, people can correct can me if they're wrong. Yeah, you could jump in, Brian. Please, all, all the time. Any any of y'all can jump in. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a doctor. Please so, cut please. us off. I was I was just, I was just about to say. Yeah, I want honestly. I want. I want to say we we need to be careful how we say that that oh, COVID has been around for this and this. And this. Yes, we see COVID. Okay. We've treated different types of infections, but not this type of infection. Okay. So okay. we do have variances that occur. We do have different things that occur. So we can be doing research on something, and something else can pop up. All right. So we have to be careful with that. One thing I'll say, going back to um last year march uh, when we were like holy crap it's about to hit the fan and it's hitting the fan hard so you have to understand that people were still denying so the news is going to sensationalize what we can see people okay. say 10 people died a million people died that's what they're supposed to do what they're trying to do but one thing we need to understand is that one person died. that's that one person that's 100 percent right. one person but then looking at uh, statistics like that we have to understand that each death means something and i think that's what they're trying to show 
But I wouldn't want the, everyone to start saying, oh, we have the, all these millions of diseases that, uh, oh, yeah, we know a thousand percent and we expect them to come out. Infectious diseases, we expect every disease to come out. Zoonotic, they expect everything to become a disease. That's the job. So they're doing studies on certain things, um, certain tapeworms that affect us, certain things that, that will end up in your liver. There are different things that are being done. We don't know if it's going to happen. Well, there are studies and research being done on various things. So then it becomes somewhat of a conspiracy that this was planned and this was released. So what we do have to take care and what we say is that yes, something happened. It wasn't, there's prediction, there's more prediction that we're gonna see more. We've seen Ebola, we've seen certain things. It's just, if you look at what we're doing to the environment, there are things we're gonna see. We're exposing ourselves to part of the, let me just say, even rainforest where we're going to be exposed to diseases, to animals that we've never seen before. We're exposing ourselves to things. So we are going to see more things. And as we overpopulate the, the earth, we're going to see more and more things. So so people should start looking at it like the uh, like uh, Xbox uh, X and uh, PlayStation 5. They should be happy. Like, oh, snap, that's new, that new graphic is coming out. Like these vaccines have been worked on for years. So you got to be hyped like that. Like, oh, snap, son, they got the new joint. So you got right. so you got to start thinking in that nature. Right. Well, we don't think of that because it's it's entertainment. Well, this is like new medicine. You're like, uh, I don't know, Doctor Frankenstein. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> don't be right. afraid of new medicine. The same thing as new technology. New medicine, right. medicine right. was new at one point anyway, right? Huh? Every medicine was new at one point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I did. I did want to ask this. Uh, I want to probably point this question directly at um, Doctor T. When when Corona virus or when the pandemic hit in March of 2020 for you, um, obviously the, uh, the 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 patients that you were seeing or that you were treating just for like let's say just for like uh, any with antibiotics or any other illnesses that were had. When when the pandemic hit and it was like this this spike of you know of, of people maybe I guess being infected, did you see uh, like where where did those patients? go did i mean not to say where did they go because i obviously people still but it almost seemed like the coronavirus took over like the 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 death toll was just about you know coronavirus deaths 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 but it almost consumed everybody's hospitals everybody's uh doctor's office everyone's pharmacies uh did you see kind of this shift in if the people weren't coming uh, to be treated for these other illnesses or, or diseases. I'm just, I'm just wondering like what happened? Oh, yeah. oh yes, absolutely. Excellent question. Yeah. And I'm sure um, Dr. Temple and my girls um, at Advanced Family Care, they saw this, they definitely seen that there was a huge shift in um, the healthcare system all the way around um, to the point that it, it did create another issue because people couldn't even go to their regular visits. Um, I, I even had personal issues where I couldn't even go to the dentist. So those regular visits for any chronic diseases that, that um, patients had, diabetes, um, cholesterol, whatever those regular visits, they were not going. And um, that created a whole nother issue. And um, even for your um, acute care stuff, where they want you to come in the hospital. 
Right. So if you were somebody that really, you know, wanted to go into um, the emergency room because of whatever situation, if you had any kind of something, I, I can't even think of anything off the top of my head now because I've been drinking too. Um, <laughs> but if you, uh, if you okay. had one in a, an acute care situation, they weren't wanting you to even step into the hospital. So there was a huge decline in that as well. So not only did patients not go to the doctor, but they weren't getting their scripts. So they weren't getting their medication. And here we are with, with this, you know, gap in therapy because, you know, they weren't able to see the doctor to get their refills, to get their, I mean, it was a huge, a huge um, circle of things that happened after, after COVID hit. Dr. Mm-hmm. T, to piggy, Dr. T, to piggyback off of that, I'm sorry, was somebody else going to say something? I'm sorry. I, I work in uh, healthcare auditing, so I do exams of pretty much every single industry. So I, I literally cover everything, every kind of healthcare, you know, whether it's a hospital, you know, a pharmacy, whatever it is, everyone saw a decline. Everyone saw a decline in visits and whatever, whatever you use to actually draw revenue, everyone saw a decline. The only thing that kind of increased was home health. Everything else Everyone saw a decline. So every single industry in healthcare was affected by this and, and there wow. was a decline in every single industry. Hmm. Well, hey, uh, so we have, well, I, have, I guess yeah. we have another question. Um, we will be wearing masks for a while, right? At flu rates this year are way down. In your opinion, will we should we adopt wearing, wearing mask wearing during flu season going forward on planes, shopping malls, et cetera, like other countries? That's a good question. What is a yes. Good question? I say yes. I'm gonna wear my mask. I don't care. Yeah. Yes, for me. Yeah. Really? I, 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 so I had to put it up there. <laughs> yeah, you, you, put, you put that up there like a minute ago. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I will interrupt this uh, scheduled broadcast to put my wife's question up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, because well, that's a good question. Well, well, we talk, you're your number one fan. We talk about question. this question all the time about um, should we wear it. a mask all the time? Brian. Yeah. If you if you look at um. The rates that have occurred, because even in the health department here, we look at our flu rates. Our flu rates have gone down. So people are like, oh my gosh, why have no flu? Why have no flu? They do this, right? So <laughs> we know there's a reason why it went down because from grade school, what did they do? Watch your hands on, watch your face, don't pick your friends, boogers, and those right. Type of things. They've been and telling us know... how to combat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we know by doing those things, we increase a lot of these respiratory viruses, and that's exactly what we're seeing. We're not getting a lot of these respiratory because when people are home, they're not leaving their house. People mm. are washing their hands. People never used to wash their hands. We've been to public mm, Just dirty. People are just dirty to talk to just somebody else. Dirty. Yes. So, <laughs> so these these are definitely some of the things that we're seeing, and that's gonna help us. Um, I'm gonna just jump back quick in two seconds. What we saw, and I know. Back in March, we got hit hard here um, Wisconsin later. But what we saw back in March as we were starting to prepare, we saw a quick decrease in the overall number of patients coming into the hospital. Everybody was scared. All right. Everyone was scared. Everything shut down. We decreased um, how many surgeries were being done in the hospital. We didn't know how to treat anything. We were using azithromycin, hydroxychloroquine. I saw a patient with QT prolongation. We saw these things. Then we saw that it was not working. Remdesivir came when we started using actually remdesivir. We saw improvement in some of these patients. Initially, we said, don't use steroids. Then we came to, yes, using steroids. Don't intubate some. I mean, intubate everybody. Don't intubate everybody. 
and all of these things that are um, occurring. Now we have various type of treatments. We have MABs, all the, the pharmacists can jump on this. The research people can jump on this monoclonal antibodies. We have various things that we're using. So what's happening now, as we've seen a decrease in our COVID cases, we actually seen an increase in those people who are afraid to come to the hospital. And we've seen a lot of chronic diseases that have been festering. We have a lot of surgical cases where people were just sitting at home like, man, I'm not going there. I'm not trying to die and they're dying at home so now we're trying to push people you need to come to the hospital and you need to take care of these things that have not been taken care of so people were scared and people are still scared and those who are not scared them they're idiots honestly it's a new disease something that a lot of over 500,000 people have died it's real man so that i'll leave that at that sorry And just to piggyback real quick, I tell you, within our black and brown communities, the the hesitancy for getting the vaccine is huge. And, and, you know, we are we are largely affected by this with severe disease. And I know Dr. Temple can, you know, say to that, that, hey, I mean, you look and you're hesitant to get it. But did you see I know you probably had some family members that were affected by this. You had, I'm sure I had had family members die from COVID. I did. In the beginning, no, I didn't know anybody that was really affected by it. But towards the end, I had family members that were affected and had long-term situations that are happening now. I had an aunt, she discharged on the oxygen tank. You know, it's, 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 it's disheartening to see. Um, And we have a lot of things that we, need to do especially for our communities that um that um we need to get out to that are really hesitant about this thing or yes i think that's why it was important for sorry for the for, for us our podcast platform um not that we um are a you know predominantly minority kind of viewership thing, but we knew that if we put it out there, we put something like this together, one, people that we know, people that we even trust, relationships that we have with each of you all that span back as far as, you know, 20 plus years. um, 36 years. Up to 36 years, (laughs) right. Would would actually have a, a deeper impact and it would touch home. Um, right before uh, this call on our podcast, uh, we uh, this been it's been we have a family call that goes on that's been going on for a year, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. how our family uh, has been staying connected uh, with each other, talking that's about awesome, um, you know uh, not just the vaccine, but just how families need to uh, build and 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 build legacy. You know, is are are the proper things set up and in place? for uh, disasters and things like this when these kind of things even happen. And um, I was able to, you know, use that and tell them, hey, look, I'm having this panel that's going to come on today. And a lot of them are viewing today. So, you know, I thank each and every one of y'all to come for, for yeah, coming on. Absolutely. Definitely. And, I'll, and I'll, I don't want to say keep everybody too long because I know y'all are medical professionals and uh, <laughs> probably need some rest. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh Cause it's been a, it's been a year, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but uh, one of the questions I think uh, a lot of people have uh, now, uh, President Biden has said, uh, we might be able to have 4th of July in, in terms of the, all, some of the data you're seeing uh, so far. Do you believe it's an inaccurate? It, Cause sometimes he may, some, I think he has a tendency to 
under promise. So when the results are better, you be like, ah, see, son, I got you. See, so and so is that something? As some sort of data you're saying, do we do we believe we're gonna be at the cookout hard in on July fourth? I'm coming to my house. <laughs> Nobody. Comes I'm, to I'm coming to your, I'm coming to your house for sure. Oh, that's the, that's the show one. your papers. Show your papers, right, Josh? <laughs> show, your, show, your, show your papers. Yeah, that's right. You gonna have to show me all types of papers. I'm a, you gotta have a COVID wristband. <laughs> does that get me? Does that get me a VIP? <laughs> Look, you get you get I the believe, ribs, Dad. You get the ribs if you get a wristband. Right. With your wristband, there it is. I believe ahead, slow, Jeanette. slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. I mean, I I've been hearing that. I didn't I didn't personally hear him say that, but a lot of people have been talking about it. Um, again, I'd like to go back to. Use common sense, be smart, be wise, assess like who you are, your own environment, your family, your risk factors, all of that, and then proceed with caution, right? Because right. like for me, like I will have been fully vaccinated by that time. Um, but I don't I'm not gonna feel comfortable going around people who who are not who don't have the vaccine and may not feel safe. So I right. again I just think you should just be safe, be as safe and look look at CDC guidelines and the actual research that is coming out at that time. Um, so I think for now, I wouldn't jump and say like, oh yeah, July 4th, like I'm about to get it popping. That's just me personally. But <laughs> Unless you're in Atlanta or Florida. Right. I know, right? Miami, yeah. Texas, Texas, that, was, that was serious. Because so, they're already getting it popping. Right. Miami. Exactly. All right, all right, all right. Wow. <laughs> it's not. It's outside. The, you outside the perimeter, Kristen. You not. You not as popping as inside the perimeter. I work in the perimeter. <laughs> yeah, so you can't be safe when you go in. Go in. Go in the work then. I have a. I, have, I do have a question for advance. I had a conversation. I had a conversation with someone the other day, and they were saying they. The entire conversation was why should I get vaccinated? There's no rules. It doesn't. It doesn't help or it doesn't affect anything. And my answer to them was the current CDC guidelines say if you are, if everyone in the room is vaccinated, you're allowed to take your mask off. And that right there was something that they, that they were hearing for the first time. They were like, "Oh wow, you know that's that's actually." I'm like, "Yeah, that's what the CDC guidelines say. We're all in the same room together. We're all vaccinated. We can take our masks off." I, I mean, if so, if your biggest issue is I want to just get rid of this mask because this is annoying yeah. me. Yeah. Everyone needs to get vaccinated. Let's do it. Let's actually get out there and then we'll be able to take these masks off. Yeah. And it all depends. And just go and, and going back to if we'll be all able to hang out July 4th, it depends on the state and the rollout. You know, not all states are vaccinating at the same phase or the same pace as as other states. So that's also something to keep in mind. You know, in Delaware, we're not we don't have it open to everybody just yet. Um, so it all depends on, on, you know, how many people are able to get their hands on one of these vaccines in each state. Mm -hmm. So, um, as I was saying, as, uh, Dr. Jeanette was saying, you know, slow and steady, we just have to see how all, you know, 50 plus states are, are handling their, um, vaccine rollout. So we don't get bonus vaccine for the president being from Delaware. We're going to bonus vaccine. Yeah, we should get like 40% more or something. <laughs> right, though. We should yeah, get at that. least 46%. Yes, definitely surplus so, so I've got a question so with this vaccine is the if someone's vaccinated and I'm not are they able to still get the coronavirus and give it to me 
Yes. Oh, well, yeah. If I'm not vaccinated, don't come to my house. All right. <laughs> right, right. Don't kill me. Right. You, right. Stay, you stay over there until I get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. The point is, a person who's vaccinated, I mean, as Melissa was saying about the efficacy rate, like essentially you are unlikely to die and have severe symptoms if you catch it. Right. So it's almost like you are potentially asymptomatic. Right. You can right. still catch it. And pass it on. So you right. can. So so I, I I just assume that if you're vaccinated, you're just a carrier, but you can still actually have symptoms and suffer from uh, the COVID and whatever. You just won't die. That brings you just won't die. Yeah, or you I just won't go to the hospital. But you have a very very small percentage, right? right. Like of even having it's severe symptoms. symptoms. Okay, but you can definitely pass it to <laughs> someone if you have it. You can pass it to someone just as if you didn't have it. Didn't have, have the vaccine. There, yeah. there is still data being collected on transmission okay. from vaccinated individuals. Mm. So what we the 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 guidance right now is conservative, saying if you are vaccinated, there is still a chance that you could pass it to some unvaccinated individual. Mm -hmm. So unvaccinated individuals need to take care even around vaccinated individuals right, right, because you right. may still be able to catch this virus and it might still be able to impact your health in a severe way. So what you're um, saying is all the people on spring break in Miami that are claiming that they're vaccinated really aren't. I really hope they are <laughs> because mm, that's really the only way that they'll be able to gather safely. So Fourth of July cookout, mm -mm. if you're all vaccinated, great. If there are some among you who aren't vaccinated, you are wow. at higher risk. And you need to under understand and um, take appropriate measures to try and mitigate that risk, if that's, you yep. know, if that's what you're wanting to do. Yeah. Cool. Hey, hey, Rob. Yes. There was a question uh, from a Walker. This Mike. one. You ready to put it up? Yeah. Uh, what is it between yeah. the bloodborne viruses versus airborne viruses? Yeah. I don't know. Bloodborne. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who can answer that? Something generic. <laughs> and and how does that I guess relate to the to the vaccine? Is that something? I mean, to the to the virus. COVID, COVID is COVID it, is you know, it has. Go ahead. Yeah, it has a, it has a lot to do more blood versus more transmission and how and precautions that we use and what we do. So let me talk about bloodborne virus HIV. Hepatitis, those things are kind of bloodborne. Um, you have to get it by something, either sex or something, or blood, something through that path. Now, viruses that are airborne, um, the SARS, the um, avian flu, these are tuberculosis. Um, again, measles, so um, various things. So, what it is is that something that we can all come in a room, dependent upon if it's a droplet or again. Within air, when you go to say, is it droplet? Is it a true respirator? Do you need an N95? Do you just need a regular surgical mask? That depends upon how far the particles go before uh, transmission, to, transmission to occur. So something that's airborne is easily more is usually um, transmittable a little bit easier, less intimate settings. So one of the the problem with coronavirus is that with SARS-CoV-19 is that it's a respiratory virus. So it's something that I can come in a room, spew it out, and I everybody's welcome to the party. But if I come in with my HIV, 
I'm not giving it to anybody because it's within my um my body and within my uh, my blood. I know that's just trying to simplify it as much as I can. If that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. I appreciate that. Oh, th- I guess this was uh, on your uh, thought process, um, uh, Lou, in terms of there was an article about 89. They read there were 89 fully vaccinated people from Minnesota who still caught it. So I guess mm-hmm. th- what I was saying that you, you could still you have still, it. Actually, yeah, you just, just have on a, not going to die. Have the, um, go to the hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I ask? A, I want to ask a question to the advanced family. You guys uh, said today that you vaccinated 40, 40 people. What uh, what vaccine vaccinations are you getting? I'm sorry. No, Tima corrected me and said 50. And I said, oh, yeah, stop, stop selling yourself short, bro. <laughs> well, y'all, y'all vaccinated 50 people today, but what, what particular vaccine are you guys getting? And are you guys uh, doing more people of color? Or do you find that it's that just happens because it what you know, you go, go ahead. So, racism, racism, you know, racism. Great question. Great question. Great question, Lou. What's it done? <laughs> Thank you, Devin. So, Thank you, Devin. Appreciate you, bro. Asshole. We are um, so we're vaccinating with the Moderna mm-hmm. vaccine. And yes, we are seeing mostly black and brown individuals. Nice. Great. And um and it, which that is deserves amazing. a hand up that deserves a, a round of applause, Rob. That's what we want. Give it, give it, give it up. And, and what's, even, what's even more um, great is, you know, individuals can call us directly and they ask, they say, you know, I'm thinking about getting the vaccine. Mm. What are your thoughts? And, you know, we try to, you know, educate, educate them and whatever fears that they have, you know, just try to lessen them and encourage them to come on in. I mean, we... We are very open to, you know, those who are unsure and just try to navigate which route they, you know, is best for them. I've referred. Yeah, I mean, uh, Fave, I've referred a number of people who were in that the next phase, which were teachers, um, you know, anybody who was available to to their um, to their practice, to advanced um, uh, family care, because simply because, you know, they they were they were a little not just unsure, but they were even just uncertain on what, what the process was to actually go get vaccinated. Where should they go? Because the information that was just about kind of what phase was, was clear, but it wasn't telling you where to go, like where you're out, where your places where we can get the vaccination. So try yeah. and do my part. All right. Yeah. Um, that's good. Um, it. All yeah, right. What, one thing um, that they've okay. reported I say is that they actually, a lot of the, the disparities that we're seeing with vaccination in people of color has been actually access to the vaccine and places to go. That was something that was recently published. So even for my mother, who was 70-something in New Jersey, we had to fight for her to go get a bag. It was ridiculous. Um, and then after we made a few phone calls, she was able to go get in about a week. But before that, they had given her months, which was insane. Wow. So one of the things that, yes, we are talking about black and brown people not wanting to get it Two, we also need to talk about a lot of black and brown people in certain areas not all so don't have access to the internet to even know how to register for mm. these things so some steps that we've taken with our um, our hospital system is creating telephone numbers and then doing outreach with local communities and groups like working with churches that's a great thing so you can get that information now and an ideal way would honestly get it um mobile and that's why the jnj vaccine which you can keep at a certain 
know, uh, would be great to go do outreach and do some mm -hmm. vaccination outside. So those are things that I think will have to be worked out and things that would help to increase vaccination, access and vaccination acceptance within certain communities. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, the vaccine as a minority business sometimes is also a little bit more difficult. I mean, we we're literally slated to get our first dose of vaccines tomorrow. I, I mean, where we know there's a lot of pharmacies that already had them. Hmm. And, you know, we're going to get our first vaccines tomorrow. We've already set up appointments for everybody. We can do anyone 50, 50 years of age and older. And not everyone even knows that. And it's, it's but it's very hard to even get the word out and let them know that, you know, that we have it and we're able to actually go ahead and start doing that. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. You just told us that tomorrow you're going to have the vaccine. <laughs> but they already sold out. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> and, my, and my time to drop actually on the podcast will be Tuesday. So they go, oh, right. ain't, ain't. <laughs> we can get you the week after next. We'll put you on the schedule. <laughs> right. But if, um, one other question was about uh, people not understanding whether or not they could travel out of their state to get vaccinated. Um, what do you, at the people on the podcast, Dr. T, um, Advanced Family Care, what do you guys um, know? Or what can you tell us about the state crossing uh, vaccination protocols? We cannot turn anyone away in Delaware. Okay, good. No, good to know. We vaccinate their back. Yeah. <laughs> they are coming miles yeah, we, and miles. We vaccinated in Washington, D.C. today. Yep. They came all Wow. How old were they? She was uh, 56 years old. Oh. Mm -hmm. I was about to say, I'm about to turn up there tomorrow. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you can't turn nobody away. <laughs> um, and, and, and one other question, myth or fact, that um, I, I was on my uh, you know regular work call and there was uh, people telling us that if you're if you call certain places that are uh, administering the vaccine, you can be put on like a expiry um, vaccine kind of list to basically say, oh. hey, I'm not I'm not I'm not yet in that bracket. But if you have vaccine like vaccinations cancel, that are about the cancellations or whatever, mm -hmm. have a surplus, can I be on that waiting list? What are you guys? Uh, can you, what can you tell us about that? Yes, you can. You can actually. Because, you know, it's time sensitive. These vaccines right. are time sensitive. And especially if you're working with Pfizer um, and it comes to you thawed out, you got five days to use it. So mm -hmm. if you are um, you're down to the wire and if I'm sitting there and I've got, you know, 20 doses left, then, hey, come on, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it in your arm. Let's get it. At that point, it doesn't matter as long as you're over 18. At that point, it doesn't matter who gets it. You got it. You got it. We're looking for people to put on that list because yeah. we absolutely do need a list because we, we know right now it's out there and it's kind of starting to get prevalent. So we know that we're going to have cancellation. Yeah. We have our entire schedule filled, but we know some people are going to cancel. So if we're able to, if you're close to Smyrna and we're able to get you, you know, we would love a list of people we can call and just say, hey, come now. I'll drive this Advanced Family Care, are you guys able to do everybody 16 and older? So, can you say that again? I'm sorry. Are you are you guys able to do everybody 16 and older if they have um, pre-existing conditions? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'll be referring folks to you who call me. 
Okay, uh, absolutely. Look at that connection. Look at that bruising banner. See? Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. We do our thing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Um, I want to thank everybody once again for coming out. Yeah. Thank you all for your time. I appreciate yeah, you guys. I think we, we, we learned a lot. But before we go, I, um, I was going to give everybody, uh, I guess I'll go around the room. If you have a final thought that you want to leave the audience with, uh, uh, we can, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just, I'll go in the order that they are on the screen. Final thought um, and I guess work they can find them, right, Rob? Yeah, yeah, if they want to do that. But I mean, you might be like, ah, eh, you don't want to know. Apples and nurses, they don't got time for the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> right, but if they want to do that, if they want to yeah. know where they can hey, find they're, them. They're, they're writers on here, authors and all that. Right, right. For sure, for sure. For sure. Science is uh, everywhere. Yeah, so yeah. we'll uh we'll start with my, we'll start with Melissa. How all right. So uh for fi- for final thoughts. Um, any vaccine is a good vaccine. And if you don't trust the government, if you don't trust a Fortune 50 company, I don't blame you. I'm cynical too. But trust people like me. Trust people who are on the floor approving these vaccines to go out the door and into people's arms. We want the same thing you do. We want to get this shit back to normal. So if you, if you don't trust the corporations, trust the people doing the work. We want to do what's best for you and what's best mm. for the world. So please go out there, mm. get vaccinated, and just be careful. Well Good. said. Wow, she sounded like uh, Joe Biden. Had, um... <laughs> <laughs> not trust trying me. to be political here, not running for anything. Don't right. trust them. Trust me. Trust me. Thank you, Kristen. Um, just ask questions, do what's best for you, do what's best for your family. Um, but definitely do your own research personally. Um, and again, do what's best for you and what you think is, um, good for you. Awesome. That's all I got. All right. <laughs> I love you, Doc- bug. <laughs> love you too. <laughs> Dr. Davis. Okay. So I am going to read this is real research. I got to take a loan. But um, one is this report from the United Nations. Um, and this was a group of environmentalists that came together that looked at what is needed to prevent the next pandemic. Um, and they, they they said zoonotic diseases and how to break the chain of transmission. And they named climate change as one of the seven human related causes of increase in the number of zoonotic diseases. And I'm also going to say Nature, this is one of the top journals in the world, published in August 2020. They concluded that anthropogenic destruction, which basically means man-made pollutants and such, Mm -hmm. of ecosystems for the purpose of expanding agriculture and human settlement reduces biodiversity and allows for smaller animals such as bats and rats, who are more adaptable to human pressures and also carry the most zoonotic diseases to proliferate. This mm. in turn can cause more pandemics. Mm. And so my conclusion is that we really take time to honor the environment around us. Um, I personally um, don't eat meat. I'm not encouraging other people to not eat meat. I think lean protein is great, but really take time to like honor the space around you. Try to um, get locally grown foods. Um, reduce, there's this thing, reduce, um, reuse, reduce, recycle. People always think about like, oh, I have this plastic, I can go recycle it. No, 
like try to reuse things before you even get to recycling. Mm. Um, and so a lot of that plays into our environment and the more crowded we are and the more we have these negative um, interactions with animals in our environment, that literally does cause us more disease. So be healthy. Um, and you can go to my website, drjeanettedavis.com to learn more about me as a marine microbiologist and to get my children's science book to acclimate young people to science and the environment around them. Nice. All right. Well you. said. Well Thank said. You. Thank, Thank you very much. Uh, advanced family care, because that's what's on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say that I would have everybody look at how COVID-19 has affected them personally, whether it be their family, their kids, their own health, their work situation, everything. And, you know, if you are fearful of getting the vaccine, um, that's okay, as, you know, many of us on the panel have said, but just make smart decisions because if we allow this pandemic to continue, then, you know, we are putting ourselves at risk of all of those um, um, effects that it has had on our lives are ready to continue. So just continue to make smart decisions and um, just continue to stay safe. All right. Uh, Dr. T and Jamar. See, I got that easy. That was easy. Yeah, that was easy. Good job, Rob. I like it. I like it. Um, and actually, um, Advanced Family Care, my, my new friends, um, she was kind of going into my final thought. Um, if nothing else, the uh, this uh, pandemic has definitely exposed a lot of things about ourselves, and um, it, whether it's finances or um, mental health, a lot of things were affected. In, in addition to just our overall health and wellness, so if you are someone that is um, hesitant about getting the vaccine, do the basics. Like she said, make smarter choices about what you put into your mouth. Make smarter choices about, you know, if you need to go and walk those 30 minutes that they recommend that we do, um, that 30 minute exercise. Um, you know, those chronic diseases that a lot of us are, um, that a, a lot of our family members that may have um, could have been prevented if we made smarter choices. So um, definitely look into that as far as your, your, your health is concerned and your wellness. And Jamar, did you want to say anything before? Um, as the accountant and the person who, uh, uh, the person who actually have the finances for Focus Pharmacy, um, <laughs> if you're looking to get a vaccination and you are 50 years of age and older, <laughs> feel free to give us a call at Focus Pharmacy. <laughs> Telephone number is 302. Has affected, you know, finances for folks too. So, you know, I thought he was going to talk about budgeting or something. You know, he talked about the finances. Come to the yeah. come to the clinic and get these shots. Uh -huh. uh -huh. yeah. yeah, right. But if we do need a budget. I can make you one of those too. Check us out though. We we do have a website, www.focus.com. It's pharmacyde.com. Check us out. Come visit us in Smyrna. Yes. You can also go on there and sign up to take the vaccine or you know see other information about us, whatever you like. Sounds cool. good. Yeah. Uh, and, thank you for having us. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate you coming. And Dr. Temple. 
Final uh, thoughts. This is. I just want to say, listen. Um, five hundred thousand people have died. The five hundred individuals. We all must remember these people died. Um, we also have to remember what we've done and how close we've gotten to our family members and this spirit. What he's done for us. Um, if you're afraid, scared of that, you don't want to have it as long as you have correct information. Then that's a personal choice you have to make. My recommendation is get the vaccine if you can, but of course anybody who does not want it. But uh, then I'll tell you to wear a mask when you come around me or go around anywhere. We all must understand that we need to do what we need to do for each other. And it's all about the individual. It's about we're all here together. So we need to look out for each yes. other. Absolutely. Well said. Dev? Uh, nice. Um, I echo uh, your ending, Brian, um, that we are all in this together. Um, we need to look out for each other. Um, famous saying, family is everything, but uh, my friends are important to me as well. Um, each and every one of you here on this panel are important. I want to be able to uh, to fast forward 10, 20 years from now and we all be alive, well, um, and breathing and being able to say that this particular uh, pandemic that happened during our, our lifetime is now behind us. So um, appreciate each and every one of you. As far as where you guys can uh, find more information about uh, Devin, um, I'm on Instagram at Devin, Dev drinks crap brew. Um, underscore, underscore, underscore. Underscore, 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 underscore. Inside joke, guys. That's a mess. Am I next? Yeah, uh, yo. So, yeah, my final thought would just be uh, if you're uncomfortable, educate yourself. Then that way you won't be as uncomfortable because you'll have the knowledge that you need in order to get the uh, vaccine. So, you know, do what's best for you. And if I don't get the vaccine and you do, don't come around me. Okay? Because you can still pass it along. Okay. That's it. You can find me through Toyota on Instagram at Real Toyota and on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and everywhere else at Delaware on Grind. Dot the right. podcast. Lou? Was I the only person that thought final thoughts and thought about Jerry Springer? No? Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. Some people say yes. I didn't think about it. I was it. thinking it. I was thinking I didn't, I didn't yeah, think about it. You said it. He used to sound so perfect. It sounded so great. But the whole story. All, all that ratchet. Yeah. It was like, oh, let's listen to the final thoughts. What? A, what? <laughs> that last minute was awesome. But uh, yeah, my final thoughts is just to. Everybody on the panel are more professional than the four of us. That's why we had them on here today. Uh, listen to what they said. Re-listen to what they said if you don't understand. And then do your own research, like Rob said. Contact your own physicians. And do what you have to do to either protect yourself, to protect yourself and your family. If that means getting the vaccine. If it doesn't, make the decision that's right for you. Uh, so those are my final thoughts and my best Jerry Springer voice. Um, you can find me on Instagram. It just sounds like a regular voice. Lou Belgium. Lou Belgium. All right. Um, nice. Close up. <laughs> I want to. I want to thank once uh, everybody once again for coming on. Uh, like what everybody said, um, do your research, but don't leave it up to only the internet because the internet can be the greatest of things and can be the worst of things. <laughs> Google, Google is crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you do that. Um, you can find Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bruising Banter Podcast. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also say, hey, Alexa, play Bruising Banter Podcast because we are on Amazon Music. You can watch us on Facebook and Twitter. 
I mean, watch this on Facebook and Twitter. You can watch this on Facebook <laughs> and YouTube. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could watch this on Twitter. You can go to www.bruisingbanter.com and get the merch if you like it. Here's here's one shirt right there. Um, hey, there's another shirt up there. Yeah, support the podcast. Um, if you want to rock with Rob, stay brewing, bruising. It's right there, right here. Mm, there you go, there right you there. Go. It's somewhere down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's me, Rob G, and the place to be. Can we? (laughs) (laughs) He ran it out. (laughs) And uh, until next time, have a good week, everyone. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. you. Hang in there for the (laughs) playoffs. Hang in there for the playoffs. Get your back, Kings.